You know what they call uh, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. We can have it all, and so can you, listener. You can have whatever you like. Ti, timeless. Well, I think he's inspirational been, quote. Well, yeah, that is true. I think Ti was good and canceled. Or no, oh, yeah. was it? Was it? He was the guy who was really weird about like his daughter's virginity, right? Uh, one of the many men who are weird about that. True. Good point. <laughs> are men historically not cool about that? Well, they flip flop. Sometimes they oversexualize uh, children. Yes. And sometimes yes. they don't. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's like the opposite. Like, it's like I refuse to in- to allow my daughter the human experience that actually created her. That's true. So it's like if you think about it, T.I., no one's having whatever they want. Like, damn it. Oh, man. That's not what the song is called. It's called whatever you like, not whatever you want. And I messed it up. No, T.I. messed it up. That's a great point. (laughs) Well, I think if this podcast can be known for anything, well, maybe two things. One, Mm -hmm. I would say scorching hot food takes. Mm -hmm. And two. Movie caliente. Yes. Two. Vehemently. Anti-T.I. Yes. I would love. Anti. Anti-I. Let me workshop it. I'll get back to you. Pardon me? What about T. West, the director who did X and What Pearl? about them? Who is that? What is... Well, his name is T.I. as well. T.I. Oh. What's goes, X? Is that the one with uh, Mia Goth and yeah. the, no, they film the porn? They do film... That is a fact. Mm-hmm. One thing about that movie you can't take away from it. They film that porn. They do it. Yeah. They do the it. <laughs> Rocking and rolling. Welcome back to Battle Royale with Cheese, dear listeners. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, and with me as, as always is... Jill. How's it going tonight, Jill? Uh, now that my hair has thawed post post yoga walk, mm-hmm. um, feeling a little bit better. You don't look like you're full of icicles or anything. You look warm. Well, I like to thaw out a bit before I come here. You don't you right. don't deserve my iciest self. Whoa. I mean, fair enough. No, it, I mean that you, in, a, in a positive oh, way. You're like, you, you, you want to protect me. Yes, I'm I protecting understand. you from the, in, in the pejorative sense. I thought you yes. were, I thought you were meant like, you don't need to see me all iced, all iced out. You know, you don't <laughs> think you got to keep so. me iced. You don't, yeah. to quote J-Lo. Oh God, we're really, <laughs> really, the 2000s R&B scene. They were a gift. They really were. A musical gift. Yeah, that's true. I'm still Jenny from the block. Remember <laughs> when people would, when that was like the whole thing? I feel like, a lot, a core memory of mine of, of Benefer round one, mm-hmm. as it now must be recognized as was when she put out Jenny from the block. A lot of people were like, this is her jumping the shark moment. Jenny from the block. What's this? Is, She's that, not- is that when she officially came out as J Lo? Did anyone Ooh, ever test out J blow Jenny from the block? Jablo. Jablo. Fans are real jablonies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> Well, you know, if we ever get the chance to have Jennifer Lopez on the show. Yeah. Let's just pitch her on that. Yeah. Okay. We'll, see we'll, go. Yeah. we'll ask her about her great performance in the 2019 film Hustlers. Yes. A fantastic film. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just follow up with some loose ideation on, uh, hey, do you ever regret not calling yourself Jablo? Yeah. Uh, have you had a Jabba dog? <laughs> we yeah. have to bring it back to the show. That's premise. true. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> food, food, food. I suppose so. A J 
dough. I lost it. Let's just keep going. Okay, let's keep going. Move <laughs> on. Pull up. So welcome back to the show, dear listeners. Tonight, we're going to be talking about another trip we took to the down low. That's right. We're going back to down low for down low burgers. Mm, 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 mm. Very excited. Uh, for anyone who knows Jill and I, you would know that we are both burger aficionados. We are. And it hasn't actually come up that much on the podcast yet. Well, considering the uh, our first tried and failed attempt at a podcast was exclusively about Bergs. Yes, exactly. Um, and then we kept the name. Yes. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. A was it history. Re- was it really a failure if it led us to this now, though? That's true. I mean, it was all just getting prepped. We can't be afraid to fail. That's as right. Many, and then take years off and then revisit yes, it years later. As many corrupt CEOs have famously said. <laughs> I love, I believe in failing forward. Yes. And that's why I will take my golden parachute buyout. Yes. <laughs> Fail up. Yes. And by the way, I've laid off 40 people. I've ruined all your lives and I'm taking an exit payout. Uh, that's innovation, folks. And here is a humorous prop comic joke. I am holding a sink. <laughs> <laughs> Little Elon Musk reference. Little Elo reference. I'm going to stop. This is unhinged. I'm sorry. No, I feel like we, I was talking to you before the show and I said, we got a lot of great feedback about our last episode. People seem to really like it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking about Michelin star. I'm uh, honored. Yes. A great new turn of phrase that I, I honestly seeing it be born unto the world was a real <laughs> gift, but I feel like this episode is like, what are we doing? You know, what are we offering the listeners? What are, I mean, I think the show is the show and the show is whatever we find between us. And what is anyone doing? Great point. And that's the reminder we will always give you (laughs) on this existentially motivated food podcast. (laughs) We are here to remind you that we're all just Sisyphus pushing that boulder up the hill. That's true. Sometimes the boulder is a burger though. And then you get to take a little bite out of it and then go back to pushing it up the hill. Mm -hmm. Our analogies are all over the place tonight. That's okay. We're trying our best. But at least you've got burger in there, which is, again, what we're talking about today. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we are going to be talking about download burgers. Uh, if you missed it already, we did cover download chicken. And both episodes kind of weirdly, we didn't plan it this way, but the download chicken was our first takeout episode. That's true. And download burgers is the first where we didn't eat together. It is. So what is it about? the down low experience that we're like, we just can't go to the restaurant. We're, Although uh, I did actually eat at the American. I did too. Okay. Well, great. We're, so we're willing to break the rules to feast on some down low. That's true. But again, like down low was born out of breaking the food rules. Ooh, that's so right. Breaking the rules at merchants. Yes. You're not allowed to be doing that frying. And apparently they, the merchants burger from doing a little research, the merchants burger was also like on the menu at like a big thing of the merchants thing to the point where when they were doing the original download burger pop-up before it became the regular thing at the American, that they was, had a merchant's burger on that menu. And that was the pop-up was out of download on Mondays, right? That's right. Cause I remember going there with you. Yes. So before we get into reviewing this meal, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you if you had any fond memories of download burgers that was back when it was just a pop-up and a very different menu. Um, uh, one thing I was reflecting on is that, They've really hit their stride. Like the the Americana, which is what I had when I went to the American, which is their classic straight ahead double cheeseburger, lettuce, tomato. Is that the one that's also got like mac sauce on it? They try to do it like. 
it's not a, or maybe it doesn't have tomato. No, you're, you're right. It is there. It is their take on a double on, on a Big Mac, I guess. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, it is the classic Berg, and I feel like it was so dialed in. I remember when we got the Bergs when we were first there. It seemed like quite large, too big. They were figuring out the the meat to bun to cheese ratio. And anyway, I just remember loving it because I love Bergs, and also just loving that like. Uh, entitlement and smugness of being like a local being like, oh, I know on Mondays they have burgers. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that fun? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, the best. But uh, yeah, that was a fond memory. I do recall not ever getting the burger when it was at Merchants because it had barbecue sauce on it and I'm not a big barbecue sauce on burgers fan. Interesting. To, to throw out the first hot take I burgers. Generally speaking, I agree. I don't know what world I'd have to be in to be like, you know what I'm craving right now? Barbecue sauce on a burger. I think and yeah, I, it's such a backyard growing up. It's thing. a very common ingredient. Yeah. Like I feel like in a lot of households, it would be like in up there. Like they, they would put that on the table yeah, with ketchup, ketchup and mustard. mustard. It would be up there before mayo. I think in a lot of households, mm. um, maybe we just OD'd on too many, uh, whiskey river burgers Ch- from Red Red Robin. Robin growing up in the <laughs> suburbs. I was more of a clucks and fries gal, but I mean, I can't say I didn't partake in a whiskey river or two. You know what I got a lot of was the risk whiskey river barbecue chicken wrap. Oh yeah. That was a hot thing. Oh, uh, yeah. A hot menu item when I was, 17, 18, yeah, 19. You're right, as a Blando. That's uh, oh, yeah, a, a, that's a staple. Wrap? Yeah, that's uh, the very tippy top of the Blando food pyramid, I think. Yes. Can you take the bun that this would normally be served in and somehow make it less flavorful? Can you and make it chewier? flatter? Yeah. <laughs> Not great, Bob. But I wonder, oh, you know, one day we will have to do Red Robin for the show. I wouldn't mind. No, me either. It's been a while. We can get that onion ring tower. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mudslide. Mud. Billy, Billy Minor Pie That's is the cake, the cake but there's yeah. like a mud slide. It's like a huge towering peanut oh, butter ice yeah. cream with whipped cream and yeah, a maraschino yeah, cherry yeah, yeah, on yeah. top. I do remember you that. You know what? I feel like I'm def- I'm gonna like this more than Cactus Club. <laughs> <laughs> we're already talking ourselves into it. Well, because we have I think we have a bit more fond nostalgia for that's the- true. We were more I think we were teens when Cactus Club came out, and I yeah. was definitely like I had And there wasn't one in Langley when I grew- was growing up. There was one in Cactus Club. There was one in Cactus Club? Well, there's one in Cactus Club. My brain left my body thinking. Mm. I mean, I'm just thinking about that whiskey river break. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coquitlam. <laughs> I got my C's mixed up. That's okay. Um, anyway, back to burgers. Back to down low. So one thing. So we, like you're talking about, I remember the down low burger pop-up burger also being enormous. I actually have a photo from that meal on my Instagram that I can share to the show account uh, just so everyone can see what a download burger looked like circa 2018. I think I'm tagged in that photo. I think you probably are. Serves. Yeah, well, you were there. But I also remember it being enormous. And I think my caption was something like, I'm never going to eat again. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which was probably. Which was uh, a bold face lie. Yeah, but looking, <laughs> I know, right? So looking back from this Scout Magazine profile from 2018, their pop-up menu back in the day had four core burgers with weekly burger specials, which included the merch burger with merch sauce, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, house pickles, and cheddar. The fat boy with Coney Island style chili, cheddar cheese, mustard, mayo, onions, house pickles, and lettuce. Wow, How do you wow. feel about a chili burger instead of a chili dog? <sighs> I don't even know if I've ever had a chili dog before, to be honest. You never had the Orange Julius chili dog? Oh, I had many an Orange Julius uh, hot dog, but uh, plain with yeah. mustard. Uh, very classic, though. I respect that. You were from an early age. You were over the ketchup hurdle on, uh, yes. on hot dogs, right? Yep. Or was, were you the other direction where you were like, as a young kid, I don't like ketchup? 
No, I like ketchup a lot with my French fries, you know, yeah. the, the true pairing of, yeah. of ketchup, um, the OTP, but one true pairing. I, oh, um, but uh, I, I prefer just uh, just mustard on the old Me too. hog in a bun. Me too. Mm-hmm. A lot of hog talk last week on the episode. Glad we could bring it back around, even if we're talking about beef burgers tonight. This podcast is a hog forward podcast. <laughs> it must be said. It's pro hog. Or- oral scientists, hog forward. <laughs> yeah. I love I love all the vocabulary <laughs> we're bringing to the show. We're really developing the lore of the show. We are. So going back to the download burger menu, they also had the All-American with special sauce, lettuce, cheddar, onions, and house pickles, which I think is the one I got in that photo, although I guess we'll find out when I find it again and share it to the show and the knot in Kansas with house bourbon, barbecue sauce, crispy onions, backyard slaw, cheddar, charred jalapeno, mayo, house pickles, and pickled red onions. See, that's the say, one I remember. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say other than the barbecue sauce, which throws me off a little bit. Charred jalapeno, mayo. Fuck me up. That sounds good. Crispy onions. Yeah. Backyard slaw. It all sounds great. Um, I mean, when in Rome, why not throw on some bourbon barbecue sauce if you're going? Uh, yeah. I'll let someone take me on a trip. Yeah. I don't have not? to be so like prescriptive in my I'm, burgers. I'm not scared of going down south, especially if I'm already down low. They're adjacent. <laughs> what about going downtown? <laughs> downtown? Uh, you know, should the mood strike? <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Maybe we should go downtown I, f- I wish i could remember the lyrics of that song that would uh be clever yeah downtown well, things will be great when you're there we go downtown. there we go okay we got there i only know that line <laughs> downtown <laughs> anyway um so looking at these menu items that they had uh the not in kansas to me that was a burger they had on the menu with merchants but this is saying the merch burger was just their classic it looks sort of like it take on a no it has tomatoes on it so it's well, not a take on LTOP. a big mac but ltop and cheddar it's a classic burg yep. um well anyway so that was well, that was the one it first started as the mondays at Downlow. that's right okay. so this was uh this is an article from scout uh from september 13 2018 actually written by my favorite local author uh-huh. uh sponsored content manager <laughs> oh man they have some of the greats the all-time greats. You know, they're a great follow on twitter they really are uh but they did in 2019 take over for the departing monarch burger at the uh, american I which i also really love we need to pause and i think discuss this okay um say more so i was really thinking about the burger scene in vancouver and thinking how far first of all how far as i mentioned i think the download burger has come it's Definitely. now my second favorite burger in vancouver Ooh, can't wait uh, when it first opened and it was just on mondays i don't think it cracked the top five but now it's the second one and until we do a blind taste testing which i think we have to do between between two buns and the american um uh, I won't know for sure, but in my heart of hearts, I just feel close. Like it is. It is close, especially because I saw on the download menu at the American. I think it's the one that you had. It's very similar. It's the two patties and it has caramelized onions. Yeah, the Oklahoma which, smash. Yes. So I feel like those are very comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. I you was were talking, talking about, about how far the burgers come, but you wanted to reflect on Monarch Burger. Oh, yes. So. There is a huge hole now that Monarch Burger is gone and Camp Upstairs, which yes. is one in the same burger. Yeah. So the dirty burger. The as dirty burger. Um, Secret move. Add so, an egg. Oh yeah, add an egg. That was at the Camp Upstairs, yeah. right? I don't know if you could do that at the Monarch or not. I don't I don't know. I mean I never tried. That's true. Um but anyway, all that to say 
I was maybe now looking back, I was just mad at Download for taking the place of the Monarch Burger because I yeah. just love that burger so much. Me too. And they take they take it seriously. It's also a smash burger like the Dirty Burger was. Yeah. They use house pickles, which was such a clutch part of that Camp Upstairs burger experience. Um, and that also, was by Chef Robert Belcham, who I think is still around. Like he, I think he's still doing stuff. I don't know. And I think for a while they were doing it, uh, they were doing takeout Monarch Burgers, but then I think COVID just sort of completely crushed that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all that to say, uh, the burger has come a long way, um, in terms of it's growing up and, uh, also it's also come up the list on my favorite burgers in the city. That's great. I, I absolutely love that. I do think you're probably right. When I first had the download burger, well, I mean, to be fair, I only ever had it that one time with you before it became kind of the institution at the American. And I think it was probably like the third Monday they had done it. Probably. And also I... I felt at the time that it was like, this was good, but so indulgent. Like, so I, I really do remember the feeling of just being like, oh man, like I, this is so bordered on food challenge. Yes. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was necessarily like enormous, but well, actually it probably was because the chicken sandwiches are still kind of big and they're still enormous. I digress. I mean, you know what? I bet I I could uh, DM friend of the show, Doug Steven and, Mm shoot him a few burger questions. Are we there yet? Can we call him a friend of the show? Now that we've had upwards of three conversations. If you're in our DMs, you're a friend of the show. Okay, great. Period. uh, But what I wanted to say too was the download burger at the American. Did you know, fun fact that I found researching, it was originally going to open under the name Download Smash and they had to change it because apparently there was some North American licensing right to some other burger joint that has like Smash trademarked for use in license or in naming rights for oh. burger institutions. Is it owned by the Hulk? Yes, Jill. It's owned by Bruce Banner, AKA the Hulk. No, oh, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one comic book reference I think I will ever make because it's, it's the only thing I know. <laughs> I love it. We, I, I mean, uh, what else is there? Spider a, person. Yeah, that's right. Spider person. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any superheroes that could, that I would trust to make a nice smash burger. I don't think, I mean, I would trust Hugh Jackman, the person, but maybe not Wolverine, the character. Do you think he's ever eaten a, a, a burger? Hugh Jackman? Mm-hmm. It's been decades, probably. That guy is just, I mean, is he on the gas? Probably. Yes. But that guy keeps it tight. I could, uh, I would turn to him if I needed some lettuce shredded because uh, he's shredded. So yeah. like, he might be an expert. Well, and if he shredded. was Wolverine, he would have the three claws is, kind yes. of nice and perfect for sh- 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 Exactly. Snicked, 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 as they used to write in the comic books. <laughs> I wouldn't know. That was the sound. That was always the onomatopoeia they wrote in the comic books when Wolverine like popped his claws out. Was snicked. 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 How do you? Uh, it was like S-N-I-K-T. Oh, the more you know. That sounds like um, the fake onomatopoeia that would appear in Radioactive Man, The Simpsons, when it's like poot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snar. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> about, about as good. <laughs> anyway, uh, childhood comic book reading. Aside, let's go back to talking about download burgers. Uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Superheroes, the Hulk. <laughs> anyway, so they were going to open originally as Download Smash, then change to Download Burgers. I kind of like the name Download Burgers. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've kind of grown to love it because I think it's just as good. But I kind of love that there's Download Chicken and Download Burgers. Yeah, I think it's I, I love a good parallelism. Yes, exactly right. And the Download Burger logo also is very cute. It's like uh, a classic burger cartoon. It's like, yeah. um, 
the Hamburglar before he got hot, before he grew up. Yeah. You know, the one thing I'll say about their website is there's nowhere, there's nowhere on the site to just look at the little cartoon burger. They should have a page where they just it's have just a photo. That should be there. Instead of our story, it should just be a giant picture of the burger. Yeah. You can see him very, very small up in the, up in the corner. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you go open image and new tab, it's, it has to be said unsatisfying. <laughs> so, you know, Doug and Lindsay, maybe sort this out. Okay. Well, I just want a page on your website where you can just, cause it's like somebody put in the work to design a really cute little burger. I think they make merch with the burger. They do. Maybe I yeah. should get one I and then I can should. look at it as much as I want. You should. Okay. All right. You should, I know you should get your partner one. You should get Lauren one so that you can look at it all the time. That's right. Yeah. Wear the shirt. Put it on. Leave it on. <laughs> it's taking a weird turn. So anyway. It down- started weird. Let's be honest. That's a great point. So download so download Burger, we would have gone probably in like September, October of 2018 when they were doing the pop-up. They took over the American in, well, they didn't take over the American. You know, now they operate out of the American, which is a bar before <laughs> they were there, to be very clear. But they started there in September of 2019. So about a year after they started doing the pop-ups and they've been kind of going on since then. I know they do a lot of events. They do a lot of catering as well now through download burgers, Cool. but they do a lot of, I think like Canucks game day specials as well. Like they have specialty menu items that you can only get on certain days. And that's aside from the fact that, you know, how download chicken has their daily specials as well. I know, I think going by their Instagram download burgers has a lot of the same idea of, Oh, like they were doing a French onion burger for a little while. I saw that that was on the menu and I almost got it, but yeah. I stuck by my principle that you, you dive into a menu starting with their classic. I think you're totally right. Yeah, you're totally right. So any other thoughts on download burger or what, or where they've come from, what they've done looking at them, they work with two rivers meats who also catered or provided the meat for that. The sandwich, sandwich that, that beer. beer. Um, well, just one final point before I guess we we dive into what we had there and our yes. experience. Yes. Um, something I'd like to propose to you is that in the Vancouver scene, um, down low is to Shake Shack as between two buns is to In and Out Burger. Interesting. Interesting. So down low, I think you're probably right. I think I feel like just even coming down to like how how it feels in your hand, um, like the it's wrapped in foil. It is uh, the down low burger is messier in a um, the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Not messier than between two buns. That's a real slop shop, but it's just a, a delicious messy burger. Yes, um, and it's small but mighty like it's tiny in width wise but it's it packs a punch it's got two patties in it and you got to pack your pucker and i I packed my pucker full of those double patties um but yeah i just is it gives me it gives me shake shack realness when i I love that i was tying into it and then that made me think of like well well then what's between two buns and i think it's something about the 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 onions and the sauce that work together and the crag of the um, the patties are between two buns. That's, mm-hmm. that's more in and out to me. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Even though those are, these are two kind of like operating the smash burger space versus like the fast food burger. Space. Totally. But yeah. I know what you mean because yeah. Shake Shack and in and out are both great. Yeah. They're, they're, they're one, a one B basically. I think that's totally right. And I think these burgers are probably one, a one B for me. Yeah. 
before we kind of move on from that, because you were talking about like burger top fives, favorite burgers in the city. Yeah. Any other burgers you want to shout out? Um, Because there's one for me that sort of jumps up to mind, but I haven't had it in a while. So I'm not going to rank these because they are just my top five favorite burgers and they can fluctuate depending on the day. Go on. Um, so between two buns, Naturally. down low. Naturally. White spot. Naturally. Um, burger 285, uh, also oh, known whack, as whack. whack Whack Burger. Yeah, they're great. And two cheeseburgers from McDonald's. <laughs> I love that. I With love that. Extra pickles and extra diced onions. Yes. Maybe a little sweet and sour sauce on the side. You gotta, you gotta get that dip on. So the other place I was going to mention, which again, I'm not, I'm not doing a ranking right now. Save that for a themed episode. Mm-hmm. Poorhouse. Very different, uh, more expensive, but they've expanded their burger offerings too, because they used to just do their like very fancy, the burger, fancy burger. And now I think they do their own smash burgers too. Interesting. Oh, we have, we must revisit. I think so. Cause you and I have had this conversation before. It's like, there's different classes of burgers. Completely. Like we've definitely mentioned on the show. I think that McDonald cheeseburgers, they're their own thing. Yeah. They don't taste like other cheeseburgers. No, but they're, they're, they are their own thing. Um, and then there's the smash burger category, which, you know, we're spoiled for choice. Yeah. Hot. Um, so hot right now. And then, yeah, you have your, your fancy burgers, which, uh, what was the one on West fourth? The Oak something. Oak. Oakwood. Oakwood. They, they were it. the first one that I ever had that really blew me away. And it yeah. was like house made sesame bun sprouts on it. Wow, In-house wow. ground meat. Mm-mm-mm. So just to delineate those a bit more. So you're taking like classic ingredients, beef, lettuce, mayo, and you're elevating them. I think so. So instead of bacon, you have pork belly. Yes. Instead of American cheddar slice, you or like Velveeta, you have like a Gruyere or something like that. I think that. that's a big part of it. And I also think the, the, the texture of the meat is a big one because I think with the smash burger trend, it's so easy and so, I mean, not easy. I don't want to diminish the work that any of these really talented chefs do. But I think... I honestly think at this point and having made smash burgers at home, I think making a really great thicker burger is got to be like an order of magnitude more difficult yeah, than making totally. a really delicious smash burger. Especially because like the secret's kind of out on smash totally. burgers. Yeah. Like the technique when, is like not to, hard to learn to go back to us or to me, like open mouth, open drooling, watching, um, those poor men that I ogled, uh, at the, the oh, super, flux. super flux. Yeah. When cabana was Their there, it was great too. Just, salt the shit out of it and then smash the shit out of it and then flip it. And then you've got yourself an amazing smash burger. Yeah. God damn. It's so good. But I totally agree. That's such a good point that it's to make a delicious, slightly thicker burger that doesn't taste too beefy. Yeah. And can I tell you something? I actually had a fancy burger for brunch this Sunday. Oh, not one day ago. Oh yeah. You posted that delicious looking picture. Where was, was that at the red accordion? It was at the red accordion. Good eyes. Thank you. It was uh, the teacup. Yes. That, naturally. To gave it away. Naturally. Yeah. Great place. Love the red accordion. We'll absolutely cover it on an episode. They do one have day. a great fancy burger. So it was good, but I'll tell you something. It was great. The first time we shared it and we each had like a quarter because mm-hmm. we were there with friends on its own. Too much. Interesting. Too, too salty. Like, too salty. Wow. I mean, maybe I'm coming in strong here, but like it's, it's got bacon on it too. Oh yeah. So maybe it's like the bacon's a little salty. The beef's a little salty. I, I'm not saying it was bad. No, no way. It was mm-hmm. very, very good. And it was like a nice fancy burger, house-made brioche. Really, really nice. If you're going to do a brioche bun on a burger, which I mean, can be controversial in parts. I'm glad they went with the house-made option. Just long as it's not on a goddamn ciabatta bun. <laughs> God, my blood's up. <laughs> Anyway, all that to say, 
bread accordion. Will it will it make our ultimate top five burger rankings? Maybe one day we'll we'll have to revisit in the it. fancy category. In the fancy category, yeah. Well, along with poorhouse, and I think Hawksworth still does a burger, but hmm. I mean, I would go to Hawksworth for a burger. I've never been to Hawksworth. I've or, only or been Nightingale. Yeah. I haven't been to Nightingale in year. Anyway, this is not a, let's, this is sort of like the opposite of sports radio where it's like guys are just sitting around naming old players. This yep. is like, we're just talking about restaurants we haven't been to in a while. <laughs> let's take it back to download burgers. So paint, set the scene. When did you have download burgers? What was your experience like? What did you and your guest order? <laughs> um, so Georgia and I hit a matinee uh, of Oscar nominated, but also Oscar snub women talking. Sarah Polly didn't get the nom because that's, she is a woman. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh Sarah Polly is a Canadian treasure. She is. And she did a lot of work uh, to make it Canadian. And anyway, that's a whole other tirade that I'll go on. But uh, to did, say the did least, you like the movie. Yes, I did. I, it maybe it was one of those movies where the writing was so good that it's like, damn, I wish this came out when I was in university. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. But then if it did and I was in university, I'd be like, well, I don't want to write this paper. I'm going to put it off until the night before and then just punch the keyboard anxiously and then hand yeah, in whatever I And get a B in. and be like, that was fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's okay. Next time I learn, guess what? I won't. <laughs> well, hey, you're done now and school can't hurt you anymore. It, it does in my dreams. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Scratch that. My nightmares. Um, anyway, where was I? Women talk. We went to. Um, did the women talk? Uh, endlessly. Mm. Does, does that movie pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> Surprisingly. Uh, no, yeah, of course it does. Um, they do talk about men a lot though. <laughs> Ooh, maybe not. Just kidding. Um, anyway, so all that to say my ire was up. So I, uh, worked up, um, a hunger from, you know, uh, dwelling over the patriarchy, uh, in the afternoon. Um, so George and I then went to the American, um, I will say real, uh, masculine energy. Maybe I was just more aware of it because I just spent, uh, the previous 99 minutes <laughs> thinking about, uh, how Marion Taves, uh, masterfully wills, uh, weeds a narrative. Um, she's the one who wrote the book the uh, movie's based on mm. also Canadian. Have you read the book? Uh, no, her books are too sad for me, which is saying wow. something. She's also related to that Taves hockey player. Jonathan Taves? I don't know. I don't know his first name. Anyway. Sure, Chicago Blackhawk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely the their captain during their period, which now is like they should turn in all their Stanley Cups in disgrace because there was such a horrible culture of like sex abuse cover-ups and stuff like that. Did you hear all about that? Sure didn't. But anyway. uh, I wonder what their Thanksgiving conversation is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think they're chummy? Or? Yeah, probably. Uh, I didn't realize that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we were hungry for Bergs. Okay. Uh, there was real male energy uh, at the, the American. I don't think it's fair to... I don't think you can deny that the American uh, is a place for guys to be dudes. That's true. Uh, but I will say I've been there many times and it's been, you know, more balanced, more equanimous, mm. but there was some sort of sports game on. Not to say that women don't watch sports, but they don't. the sports were on and I was not watching it. Mm. <laughs> um, so we ordered, uh, as I said, I we I got the Americana. So two patties with special sauce, lettuce, cheddar cheese, onions, and pickles. Beautiful. Um, it did not come on a sesame seed bun. Ooh. Uh, but that's fine because, you know, it's its own thing. It's not a Big Mac. Um, and I'm going to pause here and talk about the fries. I love their fries. Please go on. I love that they are different from the down low, which are crinkled and they have seasoning on them. 
Um, and that, I think that lends itself perfectly to the download chicken menu. It's more of like, let's call it uh, a picnic type of feel. Oh, I like it. Because that's what like, you know, you have yeah, like you have your slaw. slaw. Exactly. Slaw, potato your mac salad. salad, potato salad. Yeah. Um, whereas these are julienne uh, and salted, very salty, but in a good way, yeah. in a great way. Crispy. And they're so good that they remind me of concession fries. So we're talking like beach concession fries or nice. specifically um, the Kensington ice rink in Burnaby. Uh, whenever I got, do you, did you ever do the Christmas skates in elementary school? No, I don't think so. So in at this particular ice rink, they would put like Christmas decorations up. Like they would make it look like the North Pole and then you would skate clockwise for an hour and then they changed the music and you would skate counterclockwise for another hour and then then you would just go home it was like a field trip thing at christmas it was fun and nice and um we my mom would always give me like five bucks or something to get something in the concession after the skate i would just think about those fries i would smell them all day and i was so excited about it and we this was like i went to a small elementary school so our whole school would go together so i went many many times and every year i would get these fries anyway all that to say download burgers kensington ice rink yeah they are like these fries tap into deeply into my nostalgia in a very meaningful way and they're, like I said, like also beach fries. Like they're just, they just really knock it out of the park. That's beautiful. And never mind the fact that burgers are always kind of like, they carry that punch of nostalgia. Totally. Anyway. Yeah. That must, oh man, you must have been flying. I really was. That's um, great. And then Georgia got the, she went the buffalo hot chicken sando and she subbed the pickled onions for uh, just straight pickles. Nice. And she was blown away. She said it was like she, they were after every bite there was an oh my god like she she's a big big chicken head she loves chicken okay um and she's like this she said it was unbelievable and has she been to download chicken surely right no not yet so i've i've failed i've wow okay all right we're uh, we're salad eaters we're women who laugh into our salads most of the week but you live a very stock photography lifestyle I i do um but uh all that to say she loved that in the moment. And then we both find it difficult sometimes to really enjoy for, a, to use a pejorative phrase, junk food. Uh, we, sure. we try to keep it healthy. We're more of the weekend warriors in that regard, but nice. like save it for a Friday or a Saturday or whatever. Um, and because of that, we kind of feel gross after we indulge, but she was so blown away with how like great she felt after she didn't feel like she was full of like greasiness or eat deep fried, ate deep fried food at all. That's great. Yeah. So that was, and then we were just so satisfied. We went home and call it a night after that. It was fantastic. That sounds so lovely. Oh, and also shout out to them for having a non-alcoholic beer. Which one did you have? Uh, the Phillips Iota Hazy. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So I had, sorry, and you had the, any, any other thoughts about the Americana? I mean, no. you said it was the kind of the riff on a Big Mac. Yeah, but uh, it's, to me, it, it's way more uh, of a Shake Shack experience than nice. a Big Mac. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I was there with uh, a bunch of work people, and I had what some would call a less than desirable eating experience. And this is not anyone at Download Burger's fault. It's my fault. Well, it's actually not my fault. <laughs> it's work's fault. So on this day, which was I was going to the American for a like belated work Christmas party. Right. So it was basically like you got your burger order in one of those things and the food will all be brought out, that sort of thing. I ordered the Oklahoma smash because Oklahoma smash burgers are uh, a hot thing in their own. Right. 
so popular. What makes so it trendy? an Oklahoma? Is it the you, onions? Yeah. So you you smash the burger in with a shitload of onions <laughs> and it just kind of like instantly caramelizes some of them mm. in the thing. And then you get a little crispy onion bits too. It's so <sighs> delicious. Sounds really good. Your breath, it must be said, is bad after a burger like who this. Who cares? But exactly. You're flying high. Don't surround yourself with people who will deny you an Oklahoma burger. No. Just because your breath will reek after. No, absolutely not. And the thinly shaved onions, some of them like melt into the burger. Oh my goodness. I'm salivating right now. Just thinking about it, but it is kind of the same idea as the Americana. And then it's like two smash patties with that stuff. So anyway, this event at work started at, I think it started at like 4 PM, but I was offsite with another colleague filming an interview. So I didn't get there until like five 30 Okay. And when I got there, the burgers had just kind of been out. Oh, no. So my burger was a little room tempy and the fries were a little room tempy, but I still ate them all. Yeah, of course. I still ate it all. It still tasted great, even though it was a little like it wasn't exactly ripping hot off the grill, but still tasted great. A testament to the quality. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely right. And then I had uh, 0.25 of someone's Americana. So I had a, a little bite of that because I did not eat very much that day at all. Also really good. So I got to do. You got a bite for bite. Yeah, a little bit. However, it wasn't exactly like a true bite for bite situation because again, like I ate the Oklahoma burger. It had already been sitting there for a while. I ate the bite of the Americana like 10 or 15 minutes after that. Like it wasn't, they were already like kind of room temp, a little cold. So you were more grazing than you were sitting down. Yes, exactly right. Okay. And I I had like a a smattering of fries, but again, they had kind of been sitting out as well. There were some onion rings too. I did not indulge in the onion rings this time, but I have had their onion rings in the past and they are really good. They're sort of A&W style. Oh yeah. That's, I should, I should get on that. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they have an option to add onion rings to the burg. I bet you can make that happen. I like to do that at the Cannibal Cafe. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's actually a great underrated burger joint. I mean, I don't know if underrated is exactly the right word because they've been around forever, but it's sort of like. It's absolutely the best burger on Commercial Drive. You think so? Yeah. Now that uh, Download Burg has its own location on (laughs) Main Street. I mean, hey, I would go to Cannibal Cafe anytime. I was really uh, happy when they briefly had one, like when I lived downtown or Chinatown and I could walk to the one that they had downtown. Do you remember that short-lived Cannibal Cafe second location? Yes. Yeah. We went there on my birthday one year when we all worked at Build Direct. Yeah, that's right. Because you used to at least get a free burger on your birthday. Yes. I remember doing that one year too. Um, Georgia and I went there um, over the Christmas break at some point when it was snowing or anyway, like it was either snowing or ice rain. It was storming and it was a pretty dead Friday. So we're like, this might be a good opportunity to go down and indulge mm. uh, in, in uh, cannibal. And so it was, it was pretty dead except for one table who was clearly very close to us, even though the whole restaurant was empty. Um, two things happened. Uh, one, a gentleman who was sitting on the same side of the booth as us, we both sat on the same side of the booth because we're adorable. That is so Georgia cute. And I. Um, but luckily, uh, we were with an earshot, uh, of a two men who were having a cool time together. I don't know what their dynamic guys was. being dudes, guys being dudes. Uh, and the one who was sitting on the bench, uh, continuously horked and then would spit into his napkin <laughs> at the table without getting up to leave. Um, but that wasn't even the the worst thing he did because as you may know, it is like kind of a quote unquote, like a punk bar. Like they have like all those band posters up everywhere and they play alt music. 
um, there was some sort of punk rock Christmas song playing. It was like kind of the, the night before Christmas, but in a punk song. Okay. And the guy, the horker, let's call him, he took a deep breath and he sang every single word to the song at the top of his lungs. Even and then, like his buddy that was there, I was like, Haha, "Yeah, okay, yeah, you know the, you know the, the, the chorus. Oh, uh, you know the bridge too. Okay, great. Oh, you're gonna sing the chorus again, are you? Oh, we're the we're whole the, song, the whole. So for like, let's call it three and a half minutes. He was, was he just, just like a bleary eyed drunk about it, or no? He was shockingly sober. Oh boy, yeah, and the. Uh, the food that he wasn't horking up was just flying from his mouth while yeah, he was... Yeah, we were very close to being in the splash zone, I was gonna for say, sure. But, you may get wet. Um, yeah, so... Well, that's enough about but, Cannibal Cafe. Well, I was going to say, even though all that happened, uh, we still had a great food experience. <laughs> like, that's, we like that would be enough to gross, I think, almost anybody out. But we're still like, you know what? These burgers are that good that they supersede the disgusting display that's going on around us. I'm glad that says a lot about a restaurant. And I would actually say that about download burgers too, because like I said, I ate their food in a far less than ideal setting. Not that's no shape against my work coworkers. No, I no, truly no. mean just that I got there late. It was just circumstance. Yes, exactly. And I still really enjoyed it. And I have also looking at their menu before a few months ago, I went with a uh, friend of the show, Michael Jupp to the American and I had the Oklahoma smash burger then too. So I have had it hot from the grill mm-hmm. and it was great. So it's like I I ordered this time because I knew I loved it the last time and I wanted more of that hot onion flavor. Oh, man. But I definitely want to have this buffalo hot chicken sando. It was so good. And she's a real Frank's head. Like she literally puts Frank's on everything. So she's like the ad. She is like the ad. I put that S on everything. (laughs) That S. (laughs) Adorable. (laughs) You think I'm mother effing kidding right now? (laughs) I don't. Yeah. So... The Buffalo Hot Chicken Sando. So meaningfully different than the hot chicken at Download Chicken. Did you get a bite for bite? Uh, meaningfully, meaningfully different in that you can taste the Franks. Oh, okay, sure. It's just very Franks forward flavor. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. But I would like to, again, we had the hot, the, you got hot chicken when we got the, the Download. And, but it yes. was takeout. So I'm still thinking there's some sort of delivery mechanism that doesn't give you the full hot experience. Mm. Well, we'll have to just go back to the chicken shack. Mm-hmm. The other thing I've eaten uh, is I've had the always Sunday chicken sando. I think I had it. It may have always or it may have started as an actual Sunday special. I can't really remember, but it was intended to be the comes from. It was intended to be a riff on the Popeye's chicken sandwich, I think. Okay, but it's not spicy. It's just sort of like fried chicken dill. Or maybe it's meant to be like Chick-fil-A. Oh, so it's like you're supposed to like take a bite and then say something like homophobic or something. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I just declined that part. I I just don't do that. (laughs) I know you're an ally, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I would never, I would never say those things. Uh, I watch RuPaul. I'm, I'm an ally. You are. Yeah, that's kidding. the only thing. Do you, that have you seen, an ally? Have you? Yes, exactly. Have you seen that? Was it you who sent it to me? That was it from HBO, the Black Girls Sketch Show. That did that sketch about like when your annoying white coworker spends the weekend binging RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my god, no, I haven't seen it. Oh man, it's so funny because it's it's truly like the worst like straight white person trying to like yes slay queen like all, all that kind of stuff where it's <laughs> oh like god. okay cool. I'm uh, definitely into that. I'm uh, just distracted by the the menu that you have up on the screen here patty melt have you ever had the patty melt there no but i want to Uh, we've talked a lot about our love for diners and one of the things that i love to get at diners in the states is a patty melt hell yeah like that's such a true diner menu item yes 
completely agree. And what makes it, I guess it open face is what makes it a patty melt, not a burger. I don't know if it's open face or just on bread. Cause I've always oh, thought it was kind of like yes, in between yes, like bread, yes. but like, yeah, still a burger obviously, but it sounds so mayo griddled bread. Mm. I'm also very curious to try their vegan fried chicken sando. So when I was a vegetarian for a few years, uh, this is when I lived with a friend of the show, Kendra. She was also a vegetarian at the time. And we would trek to the KFC on Broadway because they have a vegetarian chicken sandwich that just tastes like deep fried chicken. And it's nice. so good. It's probably like full of plastic and it's horrendous and probably worse for you somehow than actual KFC, but it just scratches that itch so nicely. Nice. It's like maybe it's certainly the best, but maybe the only synthetic fake meat thing that I actually enjoy. Cool. That's great to know. Uh, Going back to the menu here, uh, I do see that also in a nice nod to merchants, it says the smoked onion rings and fries are both served the side of merch sauce. Oh, did you get merch sauce with yours? Mine in came with the burger. So I guess it didn't include it. I feel like oh. maybe that's the a la carte order. Oh, maybe you're right. Merch sauce would be like special sauce kind of thing. I like think so. Mac yeah. sauce. I think so. But they've got a lot of other things on the menu that sound good. I, I want to try their chicken wings. I want to try their lemon pepper wet. The, uh, <laughs> you would, um, the, uh, order of the nachos went by, uh, oh, we yeah. were, and it was, we were, there was a bit of a backup because again, like it was packed in there. It was a Friday and there was a game on. Nice. So I think we had to wait like 35 minutes or something, which they totally warned us about. Um, but we saw like order after order food go by and every time I had that classic thing like, Oh, this is ours. No, it's not. Oh, this is ours. Uh, so we like cartoon, like wafts were like going by and we were like flaring our nostrils yeah. to smell it. We were so hungry and, and they like all looked cartoon so good. dogs, your tongues were rolling out of your mouth and onto the floor. Yeah, exactly. And nice. every time the server came by, she just morphed into like a big, uh, chicken wing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think at one point you probably looked at the food and said, awuga. Yes, of course. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> a, a real awuga situation. It really was. So the other thing, I mean, looking at the rest of the menu here, I want to go with a with friends and just snack my way through the, all these other items here. Chili cheese fries, crispy chicken tendies with honey mustard or DL sauce. Yes, please. Of course I need this in my life. Loaded fries reminds me of that time we went to cannibal cafe and got their loaded fries. Cannibal style. Cannibal style fries. Which doesn't mean that there's people on it. No, it doesn't. Thank God. Make that point. Yeah. And it's, like, uh, it's their we, version of animal style, like uh, in and out. Yes, exactly. Yes. But yeah, these fully loaded fries with beef and just needing to lay down immediately <laughs> yes, afterwards. Exactly. Just feeling like, oh, there's a rock in my stomach. And I love that you can make it with a veggie patty. They're very inclusive. Yeah. Well, even the crispy cauliflower that they make with crema, you can make it vegan if you want a vegan crema. That's great. I think that's all really nice. Vegans and vegetarians need to eat like this too, you know? Yeah, they need, they deserve more like go to fun bar food and they snacks do. than just a tofu dog. Yes, exactly. Tofurky. Vegans and vegetarians also get drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want stadium nachos. I'm sure they do. Hold on. Fully loaded 650. Does that mean you can add a beef patty to the stadium nachos? I hope so. Oh boy. Maybe this is where we have our 420 episode. Maybe. <laughs> well, we were talking about drive canteen. We could get snacks there. That's true. We could make it down low inclusive. This is now or the, Doug, the Doug and Lindsay podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. 420 2023 sponsored by Battle Royale with Cheese X down low burgers, etc. drive canteen. Yes. Um, this is the life we should live. Yes. This is what we should do. Let's manifest it. Yes, exactly. Let's feast. <laughs> and maybe we'll throw a party, a little party. Well, for at, us. The, at the very least party of two. 
Yeah, exactly. We could probably round up some folks though, because I just want to eat everything. I know. Sorry. That's all. It's just, it's mostly that I, oh, I mean, yes, I want the social interaction with pals, but I also want to transcend my frail human limits and have a lot more flavor exposure than I would get if I was just ordering food for one. Of course you want to exploit your friendships to expand the sampler. That's what I was thinking the entire time we were at dim sum. I'm exploiting all of you right now. Yeah. That's all I think anytime I hang out with all my friends. Yeah, exactly. You hate (laughs) this. And food is involved. Yeah, exactly. You hate me and I'm exploiting you. (laughs) Anxiety is great. So download burgers, one, a one B we got to do this blind taste test though. I know. That's such a great idea. And they're not that far apart. I mean, we could still get them reasonably. Like one of us will have to go to between two buns and the other one will have to go to the American and we'll have to sprint to a middle point yes. and then do a one, a one B then we have to have make an, yeah, I have to be in the middle. So they're equidistant. Yes. They've been in a, brown paper bag for the same amount of time. Yes. The control of the oral scientist experiment. <laughs> and I think we need to make this happen. I think that's a great idea. And also it would be fun because we could also like <laughs> we could film our like eating it outside <laughs> in the park. <laughs> we could have like our uh, amazing race style uh, GoPro cams filming us sprinting towards each other. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. This is such a great idea. It's well worth a GoPro investment for <laughs> I think this. So, eh? yeah. Okay, great. I think we got to do this. So Overall, though, before we even get to between two buns on the show, what, like, did you always think that the download burgers was about as good or like close to as good as between two buns? Because I remember. No, I thought between two buns was leaps and bounds better because I thought a lot about that first download experience. Yes. Um, I never then, thought that it would be so different, like meaningfully different than the pop up. But it really, really is. It's yeah, it really is. It is the Shake Shack of Vancouver. I will die on that hill. I think you're totally right. Probably young because I eat a lot of burgers. Well, <laughs> you know, who's not, you know who's not eating and laughing at salad a lot during the week? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it is, yeah, one A, one B for the best burgers until we have bite for bite. It could even be the best burger in Vancouver. I love that. Uh, um, both good, just different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? I mean, I was really, really impressed the last time I went in the fall when I had the Oklahoma smash. So I, like, again, I was really excited to have it again this time. I'm a bit disappointed that I had it on such an, like a, it's again, it's no one at their fault. It's just that like, uh, I didn't get the, like the full hot off the grill, like mm-hmm. uh, experience with the burger. But I mean, overall, especially in the category of like great bar burgers, like that's something that I can specifically think back on from my university days is how many bad bar burgers. I, I was just going to say like burgers at bars don't even have to be good. No, because and they I, just bank on the fact that you're going to be so obliterated that you're going to be like, I'll have the burger because yeah. it's a thing on the menu and you'll like even bad burgers are good burgers. Like it's the same yes. principle as pizza. Right. Mm-hmm. But just because it can be bad and people are willing to eat bad burgers doesn't mean that you can't serve up the best burgers in the city. Completely agree. And like, why not? If you're going to be serving pub food anyway, why not make it amazing pub? Exactly. You don't like that, but there are so many bars and maybe this is becoming less of a thing, but certainly when I was in my early twenties where it was like, yeah, it's just a frozen patty or whatever. And like, it's our standard, but it's uh, 10 bucks for a burger and a beer. And like, that's what you exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I ate so many bad burgers there. Very and we will again. Of course, because that's that is the path that God has laid out before us. It's very true. <laughs> but she is a vengeful God. It's true. It's true. And I fear her. But all that to say, I think there is something really nice about the American seemingly committing to first with Monarch and now this with Download Burgers of being steadfast in there. Like this is not just a 
a guys being dudes come watch the game bar like you can go there and just have a great burger if you want yeah it could be it could be restaurant first for like it attracts all sorts of crowds Mm -hmm. like other if they didn't if the american did not serve down low burgers george and i would not be there on a friday no for sure i mean and it's so wonderful that that's a side draw like of course like yes do they turn into like a bar slash club on the weekends at night yeah and that's fine mm-hmm. people are drunk people are shooting hoops with that little basketball game right people are playing pinball there's karaoke there's karaoke told. yeah i i've been there one night where there was karaoke happening it was, seemed like a good time i didn't do it because i was too scared because to, there's not private rooms uh, where right. we can hide our shape that's right <laughs> exactly right uh, yeah, once you've had that, there really is no going back because then it's like all the fun, none of the embarrassment. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, do you want to go do karaoke right now? Let's go right now. Let's go <laughs> right now on a Monday <laughs> while we're not drinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that'll do it for our download burger talk. Do you want to do a send off for Sobe Janobi? Dry January? Yeah, pour, pour some out for Sobe Janobi. I will say that I think, I think I might continue it. Really? Um, I was that because that was what I was going to ask. Um, not forever, because I need to live my life. Um, but I um, like I'm going to Edmonton on Friday to go see George's parents, um, and therefore I will be having likely like a quiet Friday uh, and then probably a quiet weekend. So why not continue it? not just drinking because it is weekend or, you know, a day and I'm alive and it isn't the PMs, <laughs> um, which was my previous approach. Um, uh, same. and now that I know that so many excellent non-alcoholic options exist, um, I'm, I think it's changed my approach to, to drinking mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yeah, I will continue it till at least next week, but I do have a rezo at published and I want to have some cocktails there in That's February. Fabulous. So, uh, what about you? For me, I would say, I mean, I could definitely see myself reaching for non-alcoholic beers going forward. The one I didn't get to try that I thought about buying today as well, but then thought, uh, eh, probably not going to drink two on the show was the Corona, which I saw at urban fair and I still didn't get to try the non-alcoholic oh, Corona, yeah. but which is also 0.0. Yeah. I've, uh, the fine folks at drive canteen, uh, they swear that it tastes exactly like a Corona. Yeah. I remember you bringing that up before and I kind of wish that we had had a chance to try that, but you know what? Maybe next episode. Yeah. We can, there's no reason we can't review a non-alcoholic beer in non Sobe Janobi. Totally. Because if we're, if I'm sticking to my not drinking during the week, maybe we have a, a weeknight meal and it's, uh, maybe tacos or something. And, uh, we crack some non-alcoholic Coronas. I love that for us. And I, I think you're right. Like there is something I mean, I definitely felt, and we've talked about this, this December in particular, I felt like I greatly indulged yes. in the, it's Wednesday, I don't care, I'm having three Negronis tonight, whatever, whatever, whatever. Of course. Um, so having the reset was nice, even just mentally, to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go without for a while and that'll be great. But And we can do it. Yeah. I think I really needed to, to show myself that I could. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, it does feel good to know that like... It's not difficult. No. Like it's it's not in a way of like I was dependent on it or anything like that. But it's nice to be like like it's this is going to sound so corny, but it's like you don't need to drink to have fun. Yeah, no, exactly. And like to go back to your point of you can do it. Like I think we can do it this year because there are actual good options. Well, that made it way more pleasurable because there were times like over the last month where I wanted to hang out on the couch and watch some football or something like that. And having non-alcoholic beer made the experience so much more pleasurable than just like having another soda water. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So 
That was great. Any any real winners? Any standouts? I mean, one we got to talk about this beer. Yeah. So I think I've mentioned this before, but this is maybe my favorite. This is the Nani Dark Lager. Uh, I think we were talking about it last episode. Um, I've already waxed poetic about it. What are your thoughts on it, Brian? This is your first one. I like it a lot. I wish I'd been drinking it all month. It's. I think it's my favorite Nani. Yeah, it's and so good. I I had already previously said that I liked the pale ale, but I didn't like the Czech Pilsner that right. very much. Mm-hmm. This. It's a craft the, beer. The dark lager, it tastes like a craft beer. I mean, it's a little lighter than some dark lagers, but I got to tell you, I'm not usually a huge dark lager guy. Yeah. So this is kind of like hitting me just right. And this is so good that it, no, I'm trying to think about this the wrong way, the wrong way here. What was uh, the wrong way? Just out of curiosity. I was trying to think about it like, oh, this is so good. It makes the way I thought about the pale ale feel like the way I thought about the Czech Pilsner. Oh. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's not actually true. It doesn't make the pale ale retroactively worse. No, 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 no. But this is just now outranked the pale ale, maybe. Yes, exactly right. I think this is the top tier, then pale ale, then Czech Pilsner. I will also say I had a, I think I've still got one in the fridge. I had a six pack of the Philips Iota Pilsner on the weekend. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Not as good as this, but I would, I mean, I could reach for that if they didn't have Nani at a liquor See, store. I'm not a Pilsner guy. I know you enjoy a polite Pilsner. Uh, Big fan of the pills. But, um, so I don't know. I don't know how that would hit for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never thought of myself much as a dark lager guy, and here I am loving Well, there you go. I guess I Nani. need to uh, go step outside my comfort zone. And the only other, actually, before we wrap, the only other non-alcoholic tip I will share was offered by friend of the show, Alyssa. Uh, also how one of the great loves of my life. One of my best friends forever. Um, she said, don't forget to add lime to anything. I didn't do that once. <laughs> I remember reading that DM yeah. and I was like, that's for Jill. I'll just delete that from my brain. Yeah. I've stepped into their private times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if it really brings like turns a dial up on any beer, like if <sighs> alcohol or not, I feel like a little wedge of lime really adds something. Mm. Um, but it, it certainly adds, it makes it, it completes the experience. It punctuates the beer quite nicely. So nice. if you ever think that you're quote unquote stuck with a six pack in your fridge that you don't really like, add a slice of lime to that. It's a great, great tip. Thank you, Alyssa. Yes. I'm sorry. I uh, ignored it and went on living my life without <laughs> the nice taste of lime in my beer, my non-alcoholic <laughs> beers. Uh, would you do another dry month this year or do you think that's it for the year? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah. I think I could do, Probably September, I think, would be a good time. I feel like when we hit the inevitable August heat dome, um, I'm going to imbibe in beer quite aggressively. So maybe I can um, detox a bit in September when we get into cuffing season. Oh, I think that's a nice way to go. And then I'll just go back to my standard uh, glass of gravy a day. Mm, Yes, naturally. (laughs) As autumn calls for. Well, naturally. I mean, like, you know, if you put a little sherry vinegar in there, it's basically like you're having wine or sherry as well yeah sherry's not wine sherry is sherry yeah, it is that's the thing that i know <laughs> and now you do too listener yeah uh anything else you want to say before we sign off no well good well let's just we're about to be played out anyway so yeah, our song is kicking up mm-hmm. okay i wonder if this is going to make a weird echo on the recording because it's coming out of my speakers that's okay. i guess we'll find out we when will. we listen to this back and you'll find out when you listen to this episode when it gets published that's right. It's a battle royale with cheese. I like this ladies' man. Mm. Uh, battle royale with cheese. You've taken. That's right. <laughs> mm. Bye.
Battle Royale with cheese. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> we'll talk to you another time. <laughs>Classic Al Gore reference. Let's just let's just talk about our favorite Al Gore memories while we're watching for the lines to go up. The Al Gore rhythm is the rhythm in which Al Gore moves. You're so right. And you're brave for saying it. Mm-hmm.